There was a guy that was walking home from school one Friday, and he had a big bundle of school supplies, books, and everything under his arm. There was another guy that was watching him. He didn't know this guy, but he automatically labeled him as a nerd. This guy that uh, was watching the nerd was saying, you know, I'm sitting here thinking about my date tonight and the party tomorrow night, and he's carrying all these books home. He says, we, we obviously walk to a different drummer. But as they're going their separate ways, the first guy who's also uh, involved in sports uh, looks over there and some guys just run by this, this other guy his name is Zeke, and they grabbed his arms, pulled the books out of his hands, and took off running, laughing and laughing. They thought that was so funny. Well, the guy that um, watched it, his name is Larry, and Larry saw this, and, hey, this isn't right. You don't treat people like this. So Larry goes over there to Zeke and helps him pick up his books and supplies. And He grabbed an armful. He says, where do you live? Well, it's close to where I live. I'll just help you carry these books and supplies with you. And so he started asking himself, asking Zeke questions. You know, where are you from? Why am I not seeing you? And he, Zeke said he had been in a private school all this time. He just now transferred to a public school. And... Uh, the question then became, uh, Larry says, I've never known anybody to go to private school before. He must really be smart. So they walked on to Zeke's house, and then Larry says, hey, a bunch of us guys are going to get together and play touch football this afternoon. You want to join us? He said the guy was pretty cool. And so he asked him to play ball with him, and he did, and Zeke said, Sure. And through the weekend, they had two or three times that they, they had fellowship one way or another, whether it was meals or playing ball or, you know, whatever. But they got better acquainted. And uh, Larry's thinking, this is a pretty cool old boy. He's not at all what I thought. So that was their freshman year. So as the four years go by till they graduate, the two of them become better and better friends. Much better friends. Matter of fact, they became best friends. Larry said Zeke filled out. He was a good-looking guy, and he was getting more dates than the, the quarterback on the football team. So the quarterback, Larry, was jealous. Had a great sense of humor, had fantastic grades, and Larry was proud to refer to Zeke as his friend. And it was a bond, a close bond. Zeke was so well versed in academia, he ended up being valedictorian of his class. And there was no one happier for him than Larry. And he was nervous, Zeke was, and Larry joking with him and trying to get him to relax a little bit. And Zeke gets up to make his speech. Larry said, hey, you're going to do good. Don't worry, you got this. 
and Larry Zig gets up there, rather, and he starts out, he says, you know, you don't get to this point by yourself. I have a lot of people to thank. Starting off with mom and dad, and then all of my teachers, coaches, all that had so much to do with helping me evolve. And he says, and also my friends. He said, never take friendships for granted. Four years ago, I cleaned out my locker at school and I was taking everything home. For I did not want mom and dad to have to clean out my locker after I committed suicide. That was Zeke's plan for the day. But one person made a difference. One person made a difference. You could be that one person in somebody's life. You could be. I've had individuals in my life, several right here in this room that have changed my life. One at a time, the influence they've had on my life. But in that case, Zeke's plans were not God's plans. See, you and I don't believe things like that happen by accident. We know that God's involved in our lives. That He doesn't leave us out here just to flounder around without any type of input whatsoever. Sometimes it's a nudge. Sometimes it's, it hits you like a bolt of lightning. But you know that this was not an accident. That I am here at this moment. It is not an accident that this person is opening up their hearts to me. Not a stranger, but not a really close friend either. They needed someone to talk to, so they chose you. They said, do you have time? Do you have a minute? We don't know if they're in the same situation Zeke was in or not. But when they reach out to you, and you set down your phone and you give them your undivided attention, you are telling that person, you're so very important to me. And you're doing something not very many people do. You're listening. You're listening. Psychologists will tell you that their most important job is just to listen. It's not like they can get under a hood like Jim can and Daniel can with a wrench and start turning nuts and getting things adjusted, get it running right. They need somebody that cares enough to listen to them. Just to listen. There's a lot of hurting folks. A lot of hurting folks. They're not all in hospitals. They're struggling. They may be struggling with cancer. Jeanette, we're glad you're here with us. And you can stand up and say you're cancer-free. And it was a hard, long struggle, but you didn't quit. 
we had several on the list today for cancer. And it's not something that they get over in one day or two days. A friend of mine posted on his Facebook site. He has been a cancer patient. I don't know if he is right now, but I'd guess based on his text, on his Facebook post, he's fighting cancer. And he talks about how destructive chemo is. And it doesn't leave you where it started and you're so much weaker and it's not a short time. It takes you a long time to get your strength back. You don't have the get up and go. You can't go mix and mingle. And he says so many of the time you're all alone because the people that said they'll do anything for you in the beginning can't be found. They don't take the time to pick up the phone and make a phone call. This situation with Zeke and Larry reminded me of one of the best-known parables that is in the, the Bible. Jesus' parable about the Good Samaritan. And what I need to say before I start, the Jews and the Samaritans could not stand each other. Could not stand each other for 600 years there had been this tension, and they would not mix and mingle at all. They had nothing to do with each other. And I'll not go into the reasons and so forth, but 600 years prior to Christ is when it all began. But Jesus uses the name of a Samaritan like the Samaritan girl at the well as one of his parables. And now the good Samaritan. What God is saying is, we're to love everybody. It makes no difference who they are. We're all God's children, whether they're in New York City or California or if they're in Dallas, Texas or in Cincinnati, Ohio. We're all God's children. It makes no difference what color, race, uh, what, it makes no difference because we're all God's children. Those that are not God's children, that's a choice they have made. And maybe we as believers can live a life that would exemplify what Christ really wants from us. And they can see the joy and the laughter we have. But Jesus Christ plays no favorite. It's not a, uh, we're just going to help those in the United States and we're going to forget about the Canadians and the, and the people in Mexico I'm going to love all. And that's the way Jesus was. Whenever he had used the name Samaritan, he's saying we need to love everyone, even the Samaritans. Jesus said, A man was going down from Jerusalem to Jericho when he was attacked by robbers. They stripped him of his clothes, beat him, and went away, leaving him half dead. A priest happened to be going down the same road, and when he saw the man, he passed by on the other side. So too, a Levite, and that's also a religious leader, a Levite, when he came to the place and saw him, passed on the other side. But a Samaritan, as he traveled, came where the man was. And when he saw him, he took pity on him. 
he went to him and bandaged his wounds, pouring on oil and wine. Then he put the man on his own donkey, brought him to an inn and took care of him. The next day he took out two denaro and gave them to the innkeeper. Look after him, he said, and when I return, I will reimburse you for any extra expenses you may have. Which of these, Jesus asked, which of these three do you think was the neighbor to the man who fell into the hands of the robber? You know, that, that story took place so long ago, at least Jesus Christ, 2,000 years ago, that he used that parable and maybe people don't relate it to today's situations. But Larry was the good Samaritan for Zeke. He went to his aid. He didn't even realize for four years how critical that one encounter was. But we still have situations in where we need good Samaritans to reach out and help someone. Giving them that hand up. We still have a lot of people that are hurting. It's not all out on the trail, like the road to Damascus or anything like that. It's right here in Quanta, Texas. The Ministerial Alliance gets calls all week long on people that need help. And you may be able to feel very comfortable with the food that's in your cabinet, but there's some people that don't have any. And they may have one or two children. It's not unusual. It's happened twice in three weeks, four weeks, that I've received calls from mothers that could not pay their electric bill and the temperature was 100 degrees outside with little children. We still need good Samaritans to step up. We need people that will see those that are hurting. Reach out and help them. You know, to some individuals, they would consider me a rich man. And in some ways they're right. Because of Jesus Christ. But it's sure not because of my financial statement but it would look so good to them if they just had a cabinet stocked with food, if they had milk for the children, if they had orange juice and a breakfast to start the day. Right here in Quana, we don't have to go anywhere else. It's here in our neighborhoods. People are needing help. You and I are blessed. And we're making a mistake if we think it's all about me. Hey, I worked hard, so I'm blessed. I worked hard, so I deserve this car. I deserve this house. Because I worked this hard. Uh, I'm so smart. That's the reason we have this. And I, I, I. Big mistake. Let's start with your health. If you didn't have your health, you wouldn't be able to go to the job and do the work and work the hours you do and put it in. And where do you get that? Who makes it all work for us from 
from sunup to sundown, the crops, the business, when people come in. I know, Jim, I, you might tell me later, quit using you as an example, but I know of a guy that his wife came here for many years, for many years, and Jim was working on his car one time, maybe more than once, and the guy gave Jim a check for First Christian Church because he knew Jim was involved in this church. He had a servant's heart. The man had a good business. But he wanted to help First Christian Church, not because of the far four walls, not because it's a beautiful sanctuary, not because we're 804 Green Street, Mercer Street, try that when it's a little easier, 804 on Mercer Street, but because he, he wanted us to help others. As a body, we do that. As a body, we help people constantly. But how about as an individual, the next time you have a chance, reach out and give them that help that might literally save their lives. Dear Heavenly Father, you have blessed each one of us here. We're all rich, for we all know you, Lord. We all know that you are our Savior. We all know, Lord, that you died for our sins. For you're, you're, you were sinless. No problems. No, no sins whatsoever. Even Pilate said, I can find no wrong with this man. Because there was nothing wrong with you. But you died for the weight of all the sins of all believers. Dear Lord, let us be more Christ-like. Let us be more like that good Samaritan. Let us reach out and make life a little easier for someone else. Kick the rocks out of their path so they too can have the blessings that we have. For it's in Christ's holy name we pray. Amen. Amen.